scary kids. Pull the string! Pull the string! You're listening to the Karloff Podcast on the Cardiff Electric Podcast Network. Karloff does not deserve to smell my shit! Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of the Karloff. We were tired of all the other true crime podcasts that follow the same formula. One fat guy, one club-footed guy, one wheel. We have a new take on the true crime podcast, and we also talk about classic horror films. Brought to you by the Cardiff Electric Podcast Network. Oh, oh, oh! Oh, scary kids. Pull the string. Pull the string. You're listening to the Karloff Podcast. A podcast about evil cars. Karloff does not deserve to smell my shit. Tis the season of Halloween. So in today's horror movie segment, we will discuss the movie Halloween. Rated R, directed by John Carpenter, and released on October 25th, 1978. Just in time for Halloween. On a cold Halloween night in 1963, six-year-old Michael Myers brutally murdered his 17-year-old sister, Judith. He was sentenced and locked away for 15 years, but on October 30th, 1978, just in time for Halloween, while being transferred for a court date, a 21-year-old Michael Myers steals a car and escapes Smith's Grove. He returns to his quiet hometown of Haddonfield, Illinois, where he looks for his next victim. Donald Pleasance, Jamie Lee Curtis, Nancy Keese, PJ Sulce, all starred in this movie. Here's my opinion of this movie. Carpenter's 1978 slasher classic has inspired a million imitations as well as sequels, but few that demonstrate so clearly that a disreputable genre movie can be pure, rigorous work of art. Also, I think, in horror, the -the jack-in-the-box scare is the quickest way to get a scream, but the still shocks are the ones that linger with you. Halloween has them both, but it specializes in the second. So, if you haven't yet seen John Carpenter's 1978 Halloween, I would recommend that you go and watch it today. 
or before Halloween. It's very scary. And you can watch it on Fandango, on Voodoo, on Prime Video, or on Apple TV. You might also like A Nightmare on Elm Street, or Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or Carrie. Halloween currently has 96% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, that's a wrap on episode one of the Karloff. Be sure to interact with us on Twitter at Karloff Pod. Go to our Anchor FM site and leave us a voicemail. Let us know if there is a true crime topic you would like us to cover or a horror movie from back in the day that you would like us to dig into and review. Goodbye, everybody, and thanks for listening to The Karloff. In today's true crime segment, we're going to discuss Carl Robert Brown, born November 26, 1930. Carl Robert Brown was an American teacher and mass murderer who killed eight people and injured another three with a shotgun in a Miami welding shop on October 20, 1982. He was later fatally shot and run down by two witnesses when cycling away from the crime scene. See everybody, what we've learned through all our other episodes is that most Carls that are murderers and rapists are generally in the world of marketing, but in this case, it's a teacher. Brown was born on November 26, 1930. He joined the Navy and was honorably discharged in 1954. Brown became a teacher, and when he wrote in his application, he said he always enjoyed being with younger people and felt that he could benefit these younger aggravated over the years. On August 19, 1982, the day before the shooting, Brown had a heated argument with George Castellitude, an employee at Bob Moore's Welding and Machine Service, about a $20 bill for repairing a lawnmower motor he wanted to use to power his bicycle. Saying the work was properly done, he was also angry because his traveler's check was refused. Yes, most welding shops will not accept a traveler's check. Shortly before 11 the next day, he arrived at the welding shop on his bicycle, wearing a Panama hat and having one of the shotguns, which was variously identified as a Mossberg 500 or an Ithaca 37 slung over his shoulder. He entered the shop through the side door and began shooting, saying he would send everybody to Germany. According to police, Brown walked through the building methodically, shooting everyone, most of the time at close range and sometimes twice, leaving three victims in the office and the others in the work area, the driveway in front of the shop. This was a terrible thing that happened, 
And as we've tried to help our audience learn, please stay away from Carl's. And for all you welders out there, especially in the Rochester area, if a Carl comes in club footing his way into your shop to have a lawnmower repaired, you're probably best to just send him on his way. Let's take some calls. And as a reminder to all the listeners, named Gary, please don't have your wife call. Thank you. In September, professional fake laugher Stuttering John hired comedy writer Adam Hunter to write fresh, topical jokes for Republicans. Now he's postponed his September gig all the way to November. How are the questions going to be fresh and topical if they're written in September and delivered in November? Exactly the point. He's going to be delivering stale, fresh jokes in November. I can't believe it. He's a total jackaloon. John is really bitter that he lost his house in Calabasas. No, he isn't. John is just jealous of those who have more listeners and more money. John is bitter that he wound up in Canoga Park. No, John's just jealous. John is bitter. No, John is jealous. Okay, John is jealous. That's right. Thank you for joining us today. That was The Karloff.